It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— with new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from The Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back. NHL season almost here, and the, our hockey betting experts are ready for the action. The VSIN hockey season prep guide will be available soon. Strategies, best bets for the season ahead. Predictions for teams, players, win totals, daily betting tips, season-long trends to watch, first period overs. This guide's a must-have with key insights and data for both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport. The VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide. Get it at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome in to follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. We're going to begin this hour talking some college football. Uh, we'll be joined by Pat, Pat Forty, Sports Illustrated. has covered the sport for a long time momentarily his 40 yard dash column is always great uh we'll run down the schedule with him coming up uh this week it's a really really good schedule and uh pat 40 is on the horn right now good morning sir how are you today hey doing well guys how are you doing really well good, really sir. well uh we can start with this uh and you do such a great job with the 40 yard dash and i wanted to talk about this right up the head on washington uh because i've watched them play now three times this year pat Penix is the real deal he looks tremendous uh, this team is completely different than the one we've seen over the last four or five years. To go along with a good defense, now they have this offense. It just can't be stopped. But I feel like, and I bet the minus one right away against UCLA on Friday night, really good game here. Don't we do this every year with the Pac-12? Like, hey, look at this now. It's Team X, and if they get hot, they can make the playoff. Like, I have so much excitement about this conference now, and specifically this team. Watch them go out there and lose Friday night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, we do do it every year. Yeah, whether it's been... 
Utah or Oregon or USC in the past, or, you know, who knows, maybe the UCLA, like when UCLA beat LSU. Uh, so they've got to prove it, no doubt. But, I mean, I agree with you. I think they look good. And, you know, my feeling was that Washington had talent uh, last year. They, they just, they were a poorly coached, dysfunctional team. You mm-hmm. take that out, you put in a better coach, you get a, go get a really good quarterback. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden the, the things look very good. So, uh, a big game Friday night against UCLA. Um, UCLA is like on Wilshire Boulevard throwing tickets and passing cars trying to get people to go. So, you know, maybe they can get a crowd and get us some atmosphere. It'll be a good game. Why has that happened? Do you have an explanation? You know, it's interesting. I talked to a guy, just a UCLA fan, so uh-huh. I can't say that, you know, I'm getting inside information, but that, you know, circumstantial, the bad, bad uh, schedule early because they, you know, they Michigan got dropped from the schedule, uh, heat, whatever. But I wonder if there's some real disenchantment from fans about going to the Pac-12 or I mean the Big Ten. I'm sorry. Mm, yeah. Uh, I don't know that, but if this continues, then it's no longer bad schedule and too hot. You know, it's so like if they're not showing up for this game against Washington, right? I know it's a it's a Friday night in L.A., so it's like 6 o'clock. It's a little bit difficult, but still, if you're not showing up for this game when your team's 4-0 and the other team's 4-0, there's, there's an issue. I love your podcast, The College Football Inquirer, and you got into a couple of things I wanted to, uh, to hit on. You got into this, too, about uh, is everyone staying put now? I mean, not just the Pac-12, but is everyone staying put with the expanded playoff? Because now, why would, if you're Oregon or Washington, why would you leave? Because you have a seat at the table now. Exactly. You have a seat at the table and, the, and a good chance of getting there. Sure. So, you know, if, 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 would you want to be that team at the top of your conference or do you want to be the sixth, seventh, eighth, possibly best team? Maybe as high as fourth or fifth, but still, you're down the pecking order appreciably in the Big Ten. And for the fans, at least, you know, the fans don't root for revenue. They root for winning teams. And so give your, your fans a chance to root for a winning team. With the expanded playoff coming, how do you think that changes the schedule? Uh, schedule will be interesting. I, I mean, I fully expect the SEC soon to announce they're going to nine league games um, and getting rid of divisions. Uh, then the 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 non-conference schedule, that's going to be interesting. Will teams still be willing to take on uh, decent opponents. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I would hope so because a strength of schedule still should be very important. And, you know, if you want to be the second team from the big 10 or the second team of the big 12 or the third team from the sec or whatever, then you, you, you need to have played some people, I would think, but that's all TBD. Yeah. Follow the money, Paulie and Mitch Visa and the sports betting network, the great Pat 40, our guest sports illustrated college football inquirer, uh, you know, it, it looks like USC is back. You know, they're plus 14 in the turnover battle, which that you can't sustain that. But A&M gives Jimbo all this money. They can't score. They get beat at home by App State. And then Texas, their issues again. And Miami, with all, they were 25-point favorite and got beat by Middle Tennessee. No matter who they bring in, quarterbacks, coaches, Texas and Miami can't get it straightened out. No, they can't. Uh, I mean, the, the Miami things, especially like, oh my God, that's Middle Tennessee, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that that's that's not a a conference peer. I mean, that's Middle Tennessee going in and and handing it to you. I I can't imagine a, a 
like a group of five, middle of the road group of five team having three touchdowns, 69 yards or longer against a team that's supposed to be good. Yeah. Uh, that is good point. Yeah. Like, what, what is going on there with the, the defense and the communication? Uh, that, that's incredible. And just, you got to be ready to play for that game. That, that, that was pitiful. Uh, and then Texas, yeah, Texas is just such a paper tiger. You know, talk about things that we say every year. Oh, my God. Yeah, no kidding. You know, oh, they look pretty good. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, Iowa City has been a house of horrors for Michigan. They haven't won there since 2005. We talked about the uh, Iowa history against teams at home, against top five teams yesterday, dating back to, I think, 2008. They have one loss. That's it. They, they do really well at home because it's not easy to go there and play. Michigan is a huge favorite on the road. The Iowa offense, everybody knows, is a mess. Are they laying too many points here? We saw what happened last week when they played their first good opponent. Yeah, what's the number? 11 now. Hmm, yeah. Tempting, tempting to take Iowa for the reasons you just laid out. And, you know, the one thing about playing the schedule Michigan has played is this is going to be a little bit of a culture shock. It's all of a sudden, A, decent opponent, but B, going on the road for the first time. You haven't played anyone. You've had everything your way. You know, had a little bit of a challenge from Maryland, but now you're going up against the defense. It's just going to make things difficult. And is J.J. McCarthy going to, you know, not push the envelope and make, you know, avoid making mistakes? I think that's going to be important uh, for him. And just Michigan's going to have to settle in for a grinder. You know, that's one of those games you're not going to just reel off big plays. You're not going up and down the field. There will be punting. There will be field position. <laughs> yep. You know, embrace the grind. Uh, I, I would be wary. I'm going to the game. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I, I think Michigan is certainly better because I hate the Iowa offense. Who doesn't? Uh, but still, it's going to be a grinder. Do you talk to Wetzel about that? I mean, is Bush Light popular in Iowa? <laughs> apparently it is. Uh, Bush Light is... It's apparently popular in a lot of places. I, I don't fully understand why, but especially Midwestern, and I think <laughs> Iowa especially embraces it. That and Natty Light. All the Natty. So, so when, you, Natty when, when you guys are out on the road together, uh-huh. uh, if that happens often at all, I'm, I'm unsure. But like, let's say, because you do a great job writing up like craft beers yes. every single time in your – Yes. And you appreciate good beer. So when you're out and you order like a nice IPA or whatever it is, does he just scoff and say, no, man, I got to have the Natty Ice? Oh, he will have a decent beer. That's one thing. There's a, there's a, there's a slight element of shtick here. <laughs> Wetzel does A, belong to a golf club, and B, on occasion, <laughs> will drink decent beers. Okay. Now, you know, also, if, if, if there's no decent beers, he's perfectly happy with the bad stuff. I am less happy with the bad stuff. <laughs> sure. So yeah. I'm a little more high maintenance because I have standards. A little more <laughs> well, we're not in college really anymore, Pat. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yes. You yes. Know, we got jobs so we can afford good beer. You, you know, I thought of you Friday because uh, I, we both were, were big fans of this program. What has happened at Boise? Because they, they were getting oh. NFL players and they were a ch- they had a chance to make the playoff a couple of years ago. Or we had the Kellen Moore teams and they were always a top 10 uh, team going in, usually preseason. This is a horror show, and it looked like it was going to – the stars were going to align because Missouri was going to beat Auburn, and they were going to buy out Harson. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, I, it's sad. It's very sad where they are right now. And I'm not – you know, I don't think the cupboard was fully stocked even in Harson's last couple of years in terms of talent. But yeah. now it's definitely gone downhill, and Andy Avalos is just looking like a bad hire, like a guy – 
who wasn't ready to be a head coach. And Boise had such a long string of hiring people with ties to Boise, mm-hmm. you know, that sooner or later you're going to hire the wrong one, and he might be it. Uh, 7-5 and five last year, which was their worst record since the 1990s, uh, and then you're following up this year, and it just looks mm-hmm. awful. So, uh, I, I, you know, I can't say – that you know definitively they they need to make a change at the end of this year but if Parson is available and things don't get better i would keep an eye on that for mm. sure 30 seconds sir are you buying clemson to be a playoff team i was at clemson wake uh like the resolve love dj playing that well he's a very nice young man but no i, I think there's still issues there holy cow that secondary is yeah. bad uh and wake force thought the secondary was bad and could exploit it and they did now they they had a couple of guys out, so they they should be better on the back end eventually. But mm, I don't know. Even like the pass rush that's supposed to be that great, they didn't get to Sam Hartman enough. So I am not sold that Clemson is a playoff team. All right, great answer. Good to talk to you, sir. Keep up the great work. All right, my pleasure, guys. Thank there you, you go. Thanks, Pat. Pat Forty, Sports Illustrated College Football Inquirer podcast. At one spot, Clemson plus one fifty to make the playoff. I could not bet that. Oh, is that low? That's a tough game. NC, that's a tough game. Okay, but I'll give you the field. I'll give you the pack. I'll give you the entire Pac-12 or Clemson. Who's getting in? Oh boy. Hey, I think I think it's I think that can happen. I you think, think the Pac-12? I think, I think someone can come out of the Pac-12. So I, I got I'm getting off my Washington bet. Getting off. They're ten to one. They're, they're losing the game on Friday night. I hate I hate my bet now. I absolutely hate it. An early look at Week Five numbers in the NFL coming up next. Oh yes. Uh, a more pleasing week to Survivor players, teasers, and only four road favorites on the board. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Kick off the football season, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your go-to book, every line boost and how special... Lace it up for week four. Bet Rivers Parlay Insurance. Touchdown insurance offers every Sunday. All season long, build a parlay of at least four legs. If it loses, get your stake back as a free bet up to $25. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown on Sunday night. Get your money back as a free bet. If they score at any time, head to betrivers.com or download the app. It's a whole new game. Got him a disgrace. It was a light jog. A light jog coming back. To the gift shop to get a soda. What's the heart rate at right now? 127? Jesus. You're you're breathing extremely hard, Paul. (laughs) I'm very concerned what's going to happen to you in the near future. When's the last time you uh, hit an elliptical or a treadmill or went for a walk? Yeah. Well, the dog. The the dog. Walk the dog. I'm not going to include that one. (laughs) You can't. Oh, it's bad. When's the last last time that you actually said, uh, I'm going to get off the couch today and go outside and enjoy it? Ever? Have you ever done that? Yeah, I went to uh, La La Land when I went to uh, L.A. Stayed at the London. You can't, you can't to... even you forget it. You can't even talk. You can't even breathe. No. Uh, Indy Jeff Seeley. Bush Light is by far and away the number one beer at my golf club in Indiana. Yeah. What the I, hell's going on there? I buy that. So Indiana, Iowa. I mean, they they love the Bush Light and the Natty the Natty Ice, Natty Light. Uh, okay. They so... love they love Pabst Blue Ribbon too. Yeah, I never. That was more of a hipster thing when they came really back. Like New York City got PBR was a. It wasn't even a thing in the Midwest in the '80s. People didn't even like. It. Then all of a sudden, hey, look at this beer! You can get a big silo for two bucks. Oh, I love this. Like, wait, what? You, you love this? It's been around for a hundred years. You never heard of it before? Yeah, people send it in. I mean, that's again. I just I lost so much respect for my dad 
not because he was an alcoholic, but because he was an alcoholic. Just, my mom says, my mom said, I am divorcing you and taking the kids if you don't stop drinking. And he goes, I can't stop drinking. At least I respect that. I mean, he, he's a go-getter. I mean, he, you know, he would stick with well, something. I can admit it, yeah. But he he would drink bush light. He was an alcoholic. It didn't make any sense. How, how many years ago was this? Uh, 19, mid, Early 90s. Okay, but again, early 90s? And then the, what, But the car caught vodka. I drank the, that in college at $7. Well, that's that's the thing, though, right? Is it super cheap? If you're going to be drinking, he's a, he's a doctor. Doesn't make sense, right? So uh. I'm up against. Thank God I was adopted. Mm. I mean, right? You know what I'm saying? Come on, if you're an alcoholic, it shouldn't. You should drink like good, the good stuff. Why I'm going to go the bat early? I got to challenge this. Early '90s, what was around for good beer? I don't think good beer existed in the early '90s. Not today. It's a totally different animal than what we're eh, talking about. I don't, I don't know. I, Did you know of one craft beer when you were in high school or early college? No, I don't that's a good. I, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't think You're I right. can remember that. I, I that's I know. Yeah, but that you shouldn't drink the same stuff as the college kids, and that's you know okay. Yeah. Hello, everyone in the Midwest, but still. Well, I mean, when I, you can go to any, I, 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 I was in college. I'm like, this is I, this Bush Light. Please come on. You think at some point you're going to graduate from the? I'll take three for one. Yeah, because they're trying to get rid of the kegs. Yes. Yeah, you, you need to. Yeah, you need Good when call. you're 30 years old. That no longer is the case. Yeah. Okay. Uh, early look at week five numbers in the NFL. Only four road favorites on the entire board. And Paulie, uh, you have remaining mm. survivor bets uh, yeah. play, picks for week four. So if you advance, I think week five is going to be up your alley a little bit more. Okay. And I made a wager yesterday with our buddy E in San Diego. Uh, he owes us big. We turned him on to raising canes. He he said even money that it gets to Christmas. I said he's out of his mind. And then we'll kick it around with Mike about mm. Thanksgiving, too, because he thought I was nuts with Thanksgiving. Well, you are nuts. It's go- It's absolutely right, we'll getting see. to Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah. You don't think it's going to get to Christmas at all? Oh, I know it's, I, no, I, no. It's, uh, Thanksgiving is I would need a big, uh, a good price. Uh, Thanksgiving. It's it's not going to Christmas. Okay. I, I'd, be, I'd bet you on that, too. Okay. I'll bet you on that. Okay, my friend. Okay. Uh, Thursday night. The, I, I will say this. The primetime games, the schedule, they did a really good job especially early early on in the season. The game next Thursday is Denver at home to Indy. Oh, man. Mm. And the Broncos, this is at the Westgate, opened up two and a half yesterday. <laughs> two and a half at home to the Colts. I would say that's a low-scoring game. But that's a, that's an intriguing game. How do you evaluate Denver? I mean, this, yes, they should be 3-0, and but it's, been, it's ugly. It is tough to watch. Yep. I'm glad you brought that up with the low-scoring game. Did you uh, realize that they are the two lowest scoring teams in football? The Colts are dead last, averaging 13.3 points per game. The Broncos second to last, averaging 14.3. Yeah, so they scored 20 last week. They were handed seven right right off the bat with that fumble. That's right. Uh, This is night and day now with Survivor. There are some, appear to be some layups finally here in Survivor. Well, you're going to go Green Bay this week on one of them. If you have them left for next week and any other, do uh, you want to use them against the Giants in London? Nah, that could be tricky. They're seven and a half on the opening number. Nah. The no, Saints no. Saints are six and a half at home to the Seahawks. Uh, boy. Boy, that'll tell you how low the power rating is on Seattle. Yeah, and also, do you trust do you trust Winston? But I, I want to see what Seattle looks like here with, uh, can Detroit just go up and down the field on them even without um, – Swift and, and St. Brown could be out, too. I was going to say, that if Winston can't play well against the Seahawks, then you need to make a move. And I can't again, I can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah, you do. And I'm with you. Plus, he's hurt. I mean, that's another thing. I would have pulled him in the Tampa game. Now, this is going to be a – well, it's not even going to be sneaky. This is going to be a popular play next week, probably on teasers and with survivor picks. Jacksonville is seven against Houston. That's too much. Too many Don't points? You? Yes. 
But I think that for, when it comes to Survivor, people are going to now look at this and say, I can cross off. That's true. Hopefully get there with the Jaguars and right. not worry true. about using them again. Now, here's a good question. How many people will use the Bills and take the free bingo spot on the card? I mean, they're laying 13 at home to the Steelers. But you got to save them for Thanksgiving. And it's still the other two Thanksgiving games are tough now. Giants, Cowboys, and Vikings. Well, Mac should be back by then. He but Vikings, be. Vikings, Patriots. I would use the Vikings at that. But that's as... Uh, I don't think many people use the Bills. It's revenge for last year. That's, that also happened, right? If they can't if they can't beat the Steelers this year at home. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, um, the Buccaneers eight and a half against Atlanta. Yeah, if I, I, I yeah I like Tampa. Assuming everyone's back, but this is that that could be a tough game for Atlanta. It, the offense has been great. Mariota's played yeah, it well. Has been. I like the, but then again, how do you lay that with a team who can't score? No, I can't. There's, I, I mean, I need to let this play that, out for a little while longer. But I'm telling you, Gino could have got the 400 a Sunday. Oh, he could have. He could have got the 400. Yeah. That's the other yeah. thing. I mean, if he has all of his guys back, I mean, yeah. the offense should be clicking against Atlanta yeah. in that game, eight and a half. That'll be popular on teasers. Minnesota at home to the Bears, six and a half. Is that too short? Under seven now? I think the look-ahead number was well above seven. So there's no buy after London. Yeah, that's a mistake. That's, uh, yeah, that's going to fact. That's got to factor in. You're going London and coming back without the bye? I'm not so sure, man. I, Justin Fields in that offense won't do much. I like the Vikings defense right. is pretty well, decent. It's, it's tough, tough turnaround, though. Yeah. Same thing with New Orleans, too. I mean, that's... The Commanders are a pick against the Titans? I know, God. That's, at, that's in Washington, FedEx Field. That's a stay away from yeah, me right is. now across the board. My, right. The Dolphins are six as of right now at the Jets. Yeah, they're bad. They're bad. That's offensive line. You know, at least Wilson can move, so that helps them out. But the infighting already. I mean, call each other out. Yep. And again, this really gives me. You have their defense stinks, and they have Sauce and Salas, a defensive guy. Mm-hmm. They can't stop anything. But is six too many? In theory, Wilson no, should be so. back. No, I don't. I don't. I think Miami will bury him on the road. Yes. But with Tua, yes. if he's going to be playing. Yeah, they'll bury him. Uh, Jets won't score. We're on opposite sides there. Jets I like the, won't score. I like the Jets in that no. game. All right. Uh, like I like this team Ooh. at home. The Browns are catching two right now to the Chargers. Yeah. I'm okay with Cle- Cle- Cleveland. All these injuries for the Chargers. The, this power rating, I know it's changed because they were high in the net in the preseason. I mean, it's just like people still think they're yeah. a Super Bowl contender today. I disagree with that. Cleveland, what's wrong? Cleveland's defense, I know Miles Garrett, I get that. The offense is fun. They're number three in EPA. Yeah. The entire league. Come on now. Come on. Can the Patri- Patriots can't be favored with Hoyer. Against Detroit. I, yep. Can't be. Can't not happen. He's lost 11 games in a row. That's going to be Jared Goff on the road, though. <sighs> I'm, I'm just saying. I'm not it only is it Hoyer, it's Patricia. That's the other thing. Yeah. I, mean, I know there was hope. They looked good Sunday. But this is, to me, there's a big drop-off between Mac to Hoyer. Jimmy Hoyer. G and the Niners, three at Carolina. Yeah. He's got to get going here. I mean, this is he, he hasn't had his preseason and his reps. So now that's a big game Monday. I want to see how he looks against the Rams. Because he certainly was rusty on Sunday. Yep. Pathetic. I, I, I'm not a big fan of playing road favorites. The Eagles are four at Arizona. Oh, yeah. Ice cream. I mean, there, they'll, is, a they'll cha- him. there is a chance that secondary makes Kyler Murray look awful. Yep. That entire defense. Oh, and they'll move it on him, too. Yes, they will. Oh, oh the, the Cardinals yeah. defense will have no solution for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. The Rams are seven at home to the Cowboys. Too many? If Dak's back, yeah. I don't even know about that. With with he, sh- he says he's going to be back. I uh, I know that's not 100%, but I think Dak will be back. And with the way their defense is playing, and you know Stafford will turn it over, yeah. 
Baltimore's three and a half on Sunday night against the Bengals. That's a really good game. Yep. That Re- is. Yep. And then the Monday night game, Casey's at home to the Raiders. Oh. The Raiders. Chiefs lane six and a half. That's going to be a Mahomes special. Very good breakdown by Dan Orlovsky. It's on car. Guys are wide open. He's missing them. Yep. It's all on car, he's saying. And with this secondary for the, the Raiders and how poorly yeah. they're playing, I, I that's this is going to be Smith-Schuster. It's going to be maybe Valdez-Scaling. It's going to be Kelsey. He'll have a huge game. Stay up to date with free VEASAN podcasts. You can get all of them. Pro football betting, college football betting, the GM shuffle, beating the book, and the VEASAN daily morning bets. VEASAN.com slash podcast is your spot. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Get a $10 free bet when you sign up for First Bet, VSIN's preferred horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200 for the $10. Plus, get a 100% match on the first deposit up to $200. Get up there for that trip, the giveaway at Santa Anita. Hotel, airfare, tickets to the races, $1,000 betting voucher. Come on, what a gift, what a trip. Details at vcin.com slash horses. Sign up now, vcin.com slash horses. Paulie, I, I love talking to our next guest. Sal Palantonio has covered the NFL and the Philadelphia Eagles for a long time for ESPN. Always opinionated, always with great insights and perspective. And he joins us now for a couple of minutes here on vcin. Good morning, sir. How are you today? Good morning, Mitch and Paulie. How are you guys doing this morning? Doing really well, really well. Uh, right out of the gates here, I want to ask you about that team that you've covered for a long time. What do you think is more sustainable? Because as as impressive as the offense looks and as great as Jalen Hurts has played, I actually think you can make a case that defense has been better. What do you think long-term, full season here is more sustainable, mm-hmm. Hurts' play or the defense? Wow, that's an interesting question. And I'm going to go defense uh, because... I just think their secondary is so buttoned up. It has allowed Jonathan Gannon, who's proven to be a pretty smart guy, to trust what he wants to do up front. And uh, I got to I got to tell you, <laughs> with 12 sacks, that's second behind the Cowboys. They're getting after the quarterback. But here's the thing, guys: they're only blitzing the quarterback 19% of the time. That's the third fewest in the National Football League. So they're getting mm-hmm. after the quarterback, getting pressure without sending extra bodies, which means, you know, they can cover on the back end. The late, great Jim Johnson, who was the defensive coordinator for Andy Reid all, all those years during the Donovan McNabb years, he used to say to me, Sal, he said, Sal, you got to break down the protection but protect the house at the same time. And that's exactly what this Eagles team is doing. How important is chemistry? Because it, it appears they get along and they really like Sirianni. Well, I think Sirianni has proven to be very adaptable right from the beginning. So if you go back to his first year, the team leadership, Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey, went to Sirianni in the beginning of June and said, we don't want the mandatory minicamp. <clears throat> we don't think it's necessary. Now, this is a rookie head coach. And he's brought in his program, and he's got his plan, and the players go to him and say, no mandatory minicamp. And he says, okay, we'll try that. Mm. 
we, we uh, you know, the data backs it up. We'll give it a shot. We don't want to have the mandatory minicamp, and we think we can stay healthier for the regular season. And the Eagles were healthy last season in a way they haven't been in the last three, four, five years. So no mandatory minicamp this year. And they were one of only two teams this this season, this summer, not to have one. Uh, I think he's been very adaptable. I think the players dig that. I know Jalen Hurts certainly does. Jalen Hurts wants to be treated like an adult. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of these, a lot of these players are really uh, reacting to the way uh, that Sirianni is handling the football team. Sal, forget about the division for a second. Are they the best team in the NFC right now? And based on what you just said, let's assume for a second that they do stay healthy. Is this the best team in the NFC come mid to late December? Uh, the answer to your first question is yes. I think they're the best team right now. Uh, they obviously have the most yards on offense, and they're getting after the quarterback. To me, those things go hand in hand, and they're doing it the best in the NFC. You know, it's definitely sustainable because they have so much talent. And like anything else in the National Football League, it comes down to staying healthy and playing smart. So they're healthy, knock on wood, and you know what? You, you want every team to be healthy. You want the best competition out there. Mm-hmm. But here, but here's the thing. My dad, the great Vito Mario Palantone, used to sit me at the kitchen table and talk to me about Joe DiMaggio all the time. And he used to say, listen, son, if your number four hitter doesn't strike out, you're going to win a lot of pennants. You're going to win a lot of World Series. And he said, if your quarterback doesn't turn the ball over, you're going to have a chance to win the championship. And look at Jalen Hurts in his first two years as a full-time starter. He may not have spectacular numbers, although this season his numbers are pretty darn good. But he doesn't turn the football over. He doesn't create negative plays for his football team. He doesn't create bad field position. This is the difference between him and a lot of starting quarterbacks. If he sustains that, they're going to be very good down the stretch. To me, they're going to be one of the top three teams in the NFC all the way through the season. Oh, yeah. I'd be very, as I said Monday, I'd be very disappointed if they don't win 14 or 15 games. And to me, they, they should get the one seed. Uh, how about, oh, wow. Yeah, wow. absolutely. Come on. That's Look strong. at that schedule. Look at that schedule. I love this team. Uh, how about the Peterson Bowl? Well, how, how important is this? I guess it means more for Peterson now coming back. But I, I also thought it was going to be a letdown Sunday for the Eagles with the short week after the big Monday night win. And they dominated Washington. They did dominate Washington, and they did it to their defensive line. And remember, this is a team, this Eagles team has not scored points in the fourth quarter. Only team not to score points in the fourth quarter in their first two games, mm. first three games. So um, let's talk about the Dougie P. Bowl. So there have been 12 head coaches who have come back to play the team in which they win a championship with. 12. Doug Peterson is number 12. But this is the first time that a coach, Super Bowl winning coach, is coming back to his play his old team where there's a statue in front of the stadium for him. <laughs> so guess where Uncle Sal is going to be doing his stand-up on Sunday morning, right? In front <laughs> yep. of that statue at Lincoln Financial Field. Can you picture it right now? You like it? You have to do it. Great move. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> Does Uncle Sal think it's too many points, though? 
Uncle Sal definitely thinks it's too many points. Hundred percent, hundred percent. The the line. I think there's been some reverse line movement. I think it started at seven. It's now at six and a half. I think a lot of people have jumped on that. And you know, the betting public in Philadelphia is much, 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 much larger than Duval County. No disrespect to the people of Jacksonville, but so I, I gotta believe there's a lot of birds fans out there that said, you know what. Uh, love you mean at Philadelphia, love you mean at Eagles, but uh, I think seven's a big number, especially since Dougie P went out there to L.A. and dropped 38 yeah. on mm-hmm. the Chargers. Yep, hell of a job. Uh, how concerned are you, and should people be concerned about the Bills? They have lost seven close games in a row now the last two years. Cannot win a close game. I don't like it. I definitely don't. Uh, you know, they had a built-in excuse this Sunday. Listen, uh, that secondary, he, he was playing with guys off the street. Mm-hmm. And, and, they did, and they did manage to hold the Dolphins in check, and, and, they, and they beat up to a pretty good. But that short-armed one-hopper in the end zone from Josh Allen uh, in the corner of the end zone that could have put them ahead, I, 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 that was troubling. And, you know, if you go back to the overtime loss in Kansas City last year uh, in the playoffs, it's a little troubling. It's definitely not a good sign. It definitely is not a good sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have like two. But, you know, yep. if, you look at, if, if you look at last year, they lost in New England, and then they came back and beat the living daylights out mm-hmm. of the Patriots up in Buffalo. So I expect that to happen this time. I'd be, listen. We'd all be shocked if Buffalo – I've had Buffalo and the Eagles in the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year. And we'll all be shocked if Buffalo doesn't get the one seed in, a- in the AFC right now. I-, I still believe that. Yeah. Yeah. My God. Can you imagine if that's the Super oh Bowl with those two fan bases, Sal? <laughs> Total bedlam across that's the country. Of, that's a lot of ravioli and lasagna out there. <laughs> <laughs> Sal, you're the best. Enjoy the game this weekend. Thanks so much for the time. Anytime, guys. Anytime. There you go. Oh, he's awesome. Sal Palantonio, uh, his dad, the great Vito. How good of a name is that? Vito Palantonio. Good name. No, that's a tr- that's an A-plus name right there. Yep, yep. Tell him but, about DiMaggio. And he also thought that seven, when it opened, was too much. Yep, Uncle Sal knows. The Dougie P. Bowl. Good game, right? It's tough, though. For I mean, Jacksonville's off the big win, too. They were perfect against the Chargers. And now that's yep. it's bigger for Dougie P. He, he was, they still Dougie P to beat it, even after they had success. So sure, that's, uh, sure. You know, it is, uh, we brought this up a little bit. When Jacksonville beat Indy, right? The revenge spot there yeah, because right. Frank Reich seems to get so much uh, credit for that Super Bowl win and uh, took it out on the Colts in that game. Now, if the, if the, if you G- go again, what if they win this game? Oh boy, three in a row to go to beat the Colts, humiliate them. Destroy the charge, and if he can beat the Eagles, that really changes. Best team in the NFC. That'll be totally eye-opening then. Yes, if they can do that. Because you go back-to-back road games, you go West Coast. Now you're back to the. I mean, this would be. They can pull this off. They were higher than seven to one to win their division before the Colts game, and now they're like two dollars in that range, maybe a little bit higher to win it. So, uh, up next. So on that note, then we will talk about the Dolphins and Eagles' first loss. When is it coming? Here on Follow the Money.
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from The Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe 
Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from The Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. BetRivers, your go-to book, all football-related content. Check out BetRivers.com or download the app for the odds. Great promotions, house specials, props every week. 
great specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Sign me up, Bills Eagles. I'll take it right now. In Arizona, maybe we're maybe we're there for that sucker. Uh, I would love but that. But that would be uh, that is a lot of pasta and buffalo wings too. That would be yep. great. Okay, so after having Sal Palantonio on talking about the Eagles a lot in that segment, you can bet this at DraftKings, their first loss of the season. So does it come this week? Jacksonville plus two thirty on the money line. Yeah. Can they, it come this week? No, they win. Okay. They win. They beat Arizona. You know what I caught my eye? Undefeated. I want I want fifty to one. I would look at that. I buy thirty five to one isn't enough, but I was taking a look. They put that up there and that's uh I saw I saw the uh seventeen and oh one there. Why don't you uh just do the rollover part then? That uh, yeah, bro, yeah. That you're so much that better week? off, but that's yeah. Hey, fifty, sixty to one if you two, two things. Two things I want bets well, on. They're they're me. favored in every game. They're the only team that's favored in every game the rest of the way. Okay. So, so I think you're going a little bit overboard this uh-huh. week with a couple of comments. Okay. One, you don't think Survivor's going to go to Halloween? Oh, Halloween now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Thanksgiving or Christmas. <laughs> I want bets on that as well. No, I'm, it, I'm adamant on Christmas. The Thanksgiving, I mean, you, would, you know, I'm, I'd like to take plus four to 450 on that. But. Okay. I'll take Christmas. And yeah. also, you reiterated what you said Monday. You'd be very disappointed if the Eagles don't win 15 games. Absolutely. Will you give me the under 14 and a half wins? You can have. You want under 13 and a half? Yeah. No, 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 no. That's not the way this works. I like. I it's, think. You, no, no. What, where are you coming up with this number and this math? I think it's. I would be disappointed if they don't win 14 games. They are the total package. If Hertz continues, it was a good question you asked too about it, what what's more sustainable, the MVP level Hertz is playing at, or how nasty the defense has been. So, so are you are you changing the goalpost now? Did you just move them on us? What price now, do you want? Now you said fourteen. You want under fourteen and a half? Is it going to be eleven by the end of the show? You want under fourteen? What you, what, what's the price? You want under? It oh, was your, your it was your comment. No, no. What do you want? What's your price? Fourteen uh, and a half. Even money for a dime. Well, under fourteen money. and a half. I don't give you even money. I'd be disappointed. It was your comment. I know. I mean, the, okay. Well, then what do you? What? I'd be disappointed. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not handing out free money though either. Um, but this is a hell of a team. And also, a lot of this is based into the schedule, too, what they have left. Now, I'm surprised that Dak could be back so fast. And Peekaboo, that's who they play coming up, too. Uh, and Dak thinks he could be back in that Rams game in week five. But uh, it, it's a tough call about when the first loss could happen because it's the NFL. I mean, we're sitting here with only two unbeatens. There's two unbeatens. We're not even in October. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the Cardinals beat them. The Cowboys are plus 475 in week six. Do you want to take a stab there? No, they'll beat the Cowboys. That one's at home. It is, but also that that defense is really going to give the Eagles maybe the first test they've had all year long. That that Cowboys defense is Mm -hmm. legit. Now, the fascinating matchup there is going to be the Philadelphia offensive line against that defensive front for for the Cowboys. Right. I don't. I. I, the, The the only game that would give. I don't have. I don't have a game that would give me pause. Or just say, uh-oh, this is a until Sunday, November 20th at Indy. Which uh, I, I think they'll win that game, too. But they, they're also at home to the Packers. But this schedule, how this sets up. Giants can't move the ball. Danny Dimes is, is pathetic. Uh, wide receivers didn't help him out. I think they're going to sweep the Cowboys. They get the Saints at home. Look, this schedule is no. a joke. So, uh, they're, they're, uh, To me, they're the best. Sal knows. Uncle Sal knows. Best team in the NFC. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be – they're going to have a loss, in my opinion, by week 11 at the Colts. 
Having okay. said that, would you take 17 to one? Because it yeah, is, I here's saw, the thing. Yeah, yeah. It is doable. Like they, that, that schedule is set up. So where they can, in theory, maybe be undefeated at that time, but it's very difficult to, you know, open the first 10 weeks and not lose a game. If you grab 17 to one, let's say that they are undefeated. Then you're in a great position. Then when they go to Indy, a great position, if you have them 17 to one in the money line. All right, let's do that. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's go, let's go, let's go week, week 11, week 12. Bet them both. Yeah. Get creative that way. Now, I, th- I think the Cowboys are alive in Week Six divisional game. If Dak's back, even if Dak's not back, you buying the D. De- are you sure you're buying that defense? Well, you have to be, be just because the talent no. is so good. I don't think. I mean, uh, that, th- they will not have that kind of pass rush against the great Philly offensive line. That's what I just. I mean, I don't. Uh, and then that, and, and Hertz will Hertz will eat in that game too. And I think they'll. I think they'll both are hurting on Dak too. Yeah, and here's the beauty of it, right? Exactly, exactly what yes, and what Sal said as well. Hertz is playing out of his mind. This team also gets to the quarterback, but the secondary of Philadelphia is also playing at a level. Nasty. And and I think Nasty. as long as they can stay healthy, they have the talent right. to keep that going. Slay, what he did on Jefferson, very impressive. Yeah. Right? They dismantled the Vikings. Uh, great job. Now, how about Miami? I mean, they probably lose Thursday. This yeah, is a, that's a whole different animal. I mean, they're a four-point dog, so that's – but if they can upset, mini upset, and beat the Bengals, that becomes fun too. Minnesota 7-1. to Hmm. Yeah, boy, this is a this is a whole different game now. Whether you're looking at here, because the Bengals look at the price on the money line, and you're an underdog. Jets plus five fifty, they'll beat the Jets. Vikings at home seven to one. I told you, like, I mean, it makes Cambodia look like Kansas. You go to Miami in that heat early on, hundred degrees. Buffalo don't know what to make of it. I mean, it kills you how hot it is. Well, they also had five hundred yards. Well, yeah, but in four, but, forty-two minutes time of possession. Yeah, but that's tough, tough to win though. Uh, in that at that time of year, and and then you have Steelers. No, can't get there. Uh, Lions twenty to one. This is a whole different ballgame. This is great at Detroit. Great pro- I mean, if they can win Thursday, then let's talk. Let's revisit this next week. Yeah, because this is a really fun prop. Okay, so I think they lose Thursday for sure. And well, not for sure, but I think they. That's it. I think they're going to be three and one after Thursday. If I'm wrong on that, uh, again, I'm not going to write off the Jets. I think that might be a tricky spot for the Dolphins, too. They'll have extra rest. I get that. Wilson, I want to see what he's going to be like in the Jets stink right now. I get it. But the the, the Vikings, they could lose that game. At the Lions yeah. is a losable game. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's 20-1 to one right now at the Lions. Yeah, but then then what? I mean, that if you really want to get nuts, you could, you could say, man, 13-14, right? Then you have to go to San Francisco and Los Angeles. I can't. I, and then you're in the 50 to 1 range. Yeah, but I can't make a case, though. They're, 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 they're absolutely going to have lo- multiple losses by then. I know. Uh, McDaniel, but got to believe. They can, they can lose uh, to the Browns. They can lose to the Browns. This is Mike, mm-hmm. uh, Mike McDaniel. Here you go. Uh, it's a big unknown as of right now. The game is tomorrow night. We're all kind of asking the question what's up with Tua's status? He talked about it uh, yesterday. This much I know about Tua. Um, him, him and I's relationship is strong. He actually um, called me at like 10.50 last night. And I'm like, dude, is everything okay? No, I'm just checking in on you. I'm like, all right, that was, that's fun. And so, uh, um, and just him talking to me, I can tell in his voice he's literally going to do everything he can um, in, and in his power. So collectively, um, we, you know, we're, I'll be, Basically, he's. I know that he's going to do everything he can to play. Um, so I'll know if he if he doesn't play that um, it literally was not possible, um, and we're just taking measures accordingly for Teddy. Um, 
um, beyond that. Um, but happy with the w way he's so far progressed and um, feel very optimistic uh, because of how he's going about it. All right. Okay. That's not, not a big deal. I mean, that's also no problem putting Teddy in there who's been an ATS machine in his career. Mm -hmm. So if uh, the, the, you know, the back injury, the hit, the hit to the head, that's okay. I know Ted, Teddy doesn't like to sling it down the field, but, but still. It took him a minute to get there for the payoff, but yeah. when he said, I'm very optimistic, and I, maybe is that based on the 10.50 p.m. phone call he got? By the way, my phone goes to mute or do not disturb at 5 p.m. every night. I know these are, it's a different animal. They're up, they, they do 20, 20 hour work oh, days. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay, good if for you. you. If, you tr if you text, or it's a uh, yeah. miracle if I see your text, uh -huh. I'm, there's no chance I'm answering the phone. Yeah. But if you text me past five o'clock at night, there's a 98% chance I don't see it. Good for you. Absolutely. Had to do it. Sure. It's going to change my life. Yeah. So hopefully, anyway. These people that still text us at 9, 10 at night. What are you? I was you getting my, so you know tired. My schedule. The, the phone vibrating and waking oh, me up at 9 30, 10, 10 30 at night. I'm just like, get it. Yeah. Oh boy! Yeah, how about I call you at six a.m. Numb nuts. Six. Uh, how about that? I'm gonna do, I'm gonna yeah. start three o'clock. I'm like I'm, when I'm walking yeah. down to Circa. Here you go. Yo, you're not awake. Three a.m. <laughs> not on my time. Uh, what are you doing? Okay. Huh? Yeah, you like that ten p.m. text? Yep. Uh, it's time now for the pro tip of the hour. Available every hour for subscribers only at vsin.com. We talked about the look ahead numbers to Week Five in the NFL. You here's the pro tip. You cannot start your NFL handicapping on Sundays. You have to start looking at lines days in advance, and I would submit weeks in advance. You need to always do this, right? Look the look-ahead numbers right now. Compare what they are today to what they are on Sunday night, and then start to really get into it for that week of games. That's your pro tip for this hour, every hour across VSIN and every single show. So that means at least 20 every day. They're available for VSIN Pro subscribers only at vsin.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. How good is this going to be with Mike Palm coming up next? Can't wait. Uh, no hyperbole is going to be incredible. Contest recap. A oh. couple 15 and O's out there. A lot of money on the line. It's yep. the survivor discussion. Does it Mark. go to Thanksgiving? Does it go to Christmas? Yep. Uh, all that coming up here in Follow the Money. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.